0: Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers, Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers.
1: Coming in hot, coming in hot. Welcome to the Playmakers, a Thursday edition of the greatest sports show you have ever heard in your entire life, or at least one that you've never really heard the likes of before. That's what we're aiming to, not necessarily to please, but to be a little bit different and to uh, show up on big days like this, Adrian Hernandez over there.
2: I wish it was on better terms, in terms of, in terms of terms,
1: in terms of the terms. I
2: wish the terms were better. Yeah. In terms of good news, but news is news, and we got to cover it all. And things happen in the world of sports.
1: Yeah, we got plenty to get into today, plenty of uh, hockey discussion, obviously. Uh, Joe O, who always joins us on Thursdays to, on some baseball betting, a little bit you know, more of a creative conversation, shall we say, that this week, uh, Adrian, because we got pretty heated about the Little League uh, debate that we've been yeah, well, going down.
2: We had to go to our expert, which is our, our local, yeah. well, not local, our national, you know. Yep coach in He's the little league player. ranks. He's a big player in the, the amateur athletic little league world. So we kind of need to get this insight and I'm, I'm happy you said conversation. Some might listen to it and say just all out debate argument first take type vibe, but we're very passionate about things around here and sometimes that happens.
1: Right. And technically we are part of the wagertainment business. We're a little bit heavier on the tainment. but he brings the wager him and uh, Tristan Crick do that each and every week. Um, we'll get into some footy, some footballs, very open, flowing, fluid, one could say, second hour of today's program. You said you're just going to ask me a bunch of questions about the NFL, and we're going to see yeah, where it we, goes. Got,
2: we got a lot of things going around in the league, and also here with the Raiders, too, uh, some some interesting comments. Uh, so we're going to get into it all.
1: Ooh, deep dive with 35, because Thursdays are about me, like most days that end in Y. And then I'll, I'll look back at it to close out our show. But for the most part, today, the theme is this
0: it's time for the can opener
1: should we be worried (laughs) (laughs) what happened what happened I mean there's like of all the things that popped up today and and honestly the timing of this couldn't work out for us better professionally because uh we had a brand new nightcap that went live last night with with Mike McKenna and we Randomly discussed, you know, some of the, the big-time injuries that people are sustaining in the NHL, especially those on the other side of 30. And then we, I wake up today, 5.15 in the morning, just blazing ready to go, get my walk in, start my process, and all of a sudden I see, run across the news, uh, Robin Wenner, out for the 2022 and 2023 season for your Vegas Gold Knights. Oh, That seems kind of big. Seems kind of big. Timing seems a little sus.
2: Yeah, what's going on with that?
1: Well, there's. I can only speculate, and I can only put together the stories that I formulate in my own head. And granted, I got a pretty good idea how to play paper dolls with this particular uh, dollhouse when it comes to hockey, when it comes to goaltending, when it comes to the Golden Knights and what's transpired here since he was brought in just a, a couple years ago. There's some, some reckoning going on within that organization. I've even seen some people on Twitter saying, how could a team so new be so cursed? Mm. Well, I'll tell you. They invite the bad juju people. That's what they do.
2: You sound like my aunt. I like this. Okay. <laughs>
1: they invite it. And I think the most important thing about this story is that Robin Leonard is doing what's best for him and doing best for his body. Like I said, the timing of this announcement is a little suspect. Because he had uh, some injuries towards the end of last season. But remember, that was like his shoulder. And then it was his kneecap. This is something completely different. This is something that every goaltender has to deal with at some point. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips, Chubs. And what the position does to the human body and the natural human movement. Like Mike McKenna and I got into this briefly yesterday. It's something that I've really become more interested in these last few years since I've gotten out of coaching and out of the development model. Cause that's what I was doing before I, I was in the radio business. I was coaching up kids. I was creating uh, dreams and pathways to those dreams for young hockey players up in Minnesota. And I took that pathway myself and trust me, there's there are consequences to all good and bad actions. And that's ultimately what's catching up with Robin Leonard in terms of how he plays the position stylistically. And that's ultimately what's happening to the Golden Knights with the way that they handle their business. Because I don't think this hip thing came out of nowhere. I think that this has been a a thing that's been led up to and if anything foreshadowed considering how much injury problems he was playing through last year. And again, what we'll get into here in a minute, his stylistic kind of inclination towards stuff like this. But... I don't know if you remember, Adrian, towards the end of the regular season as the Golden Knights were fighting for their playoff spot, for their lives. Yeah. They ended up you know, missing the playoffs for the first time ever in their franchise history. But Lenny was struggling, right? There were a couple games there where he wasn't at his best, but then he would kind of bounce back and he'd be all right. And to be honest, the team in front of him had a lot of leaky holes to themselves as well. Like ultimately, the puck has to beat five other players before it gets to the goalie. And everything
2: gets amplified when that happens.
1: Absolutely. And everything gets amplified when you're a netminder because you are in a pass-fail business. And every failure you have goes up on the scoreboard. But I forget who the game was against. But it was after the first period. Lenny let one in. The puck goes back to the guy, the defenseman. Um, He basically just sends it towards the net, and it beats Lenny, I think, high blocker side. It's on his right side. And they go into the locker room. And it's just kind of like a normal game. It wasn't like it was like 4 nothing. I think it was just two goals, if I remember correctly. Two or three. And all of a sudden, we see Logan Thompson leading the team out for the second period. And I have video footage. I, I need to go back and look. I just need to figure out what the date was. Because I was interested to see if he was going to come back out on the bench. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah. Because as a former netminder myself, I've been in those conversations with coaches about how I'm feeling. Or maybe they feel like... I'm not on my best game, and so we're going to make a switch. Yeah. Later on, I come to hear, allegedly, there was an altercation in that locker room. What the full details of that altercation, I'm not really going to take that to air because I'm not going to – it's not something that's confirmed, let alone my business. But I know that stuff went down. And he kind of puts on that face, is out there for the rest of that game, in the tunnel, you know, as a backup net miner, and everything's fine. And he's not at practice the next day or the day after that. And he's injured. Oh, but is he injured? But here's the problem, too. I'm pretty sure the Golden Knights were in a salary cap crunch. Yep. Where they couldn't call up another netminder because they didn't have enough wiggle room. And so he was needed to be there. And it took a lot. It took days. I think it was like maybe the game was on a Wednesday and he maybe showed up around Sunday or Monday for him to get back in the building. And he tried. And then it ended up, oh, the injury's worse than we thought. Well, he was playing through it a week ago. That's one conversation that's not for today. Um, and at that point for me, just based off of what we've gotten to know from Robin Leonard, how he conducts his business, what his personality has shown to us as members of the media, this is a man that has not felt very supported by anyone, by anyone. He's a very, like, lone wolf World against me mentality, and that mentality serves a lot of us in the goaltending position. It fosters that us against the world thing. I mean, I was going through drills in college, where coaches like goalies have no friends. Anybody can shoot at any time, and it was literally that. It it was it was a slaughter. And pair that with the way the Golden Knights conduct their business, the secrets that they keep, the the overall just tight to the vest. PR that they go with. Robin Leonard is a very open human being. It's something, it kind of commands that from him, the way, the path that he's chosen for his life as he's chosen to to get sober, as he's chosen to be very open about what he struggles with mental health wise. Like for you to be like, you have to be brutally honest, radically honest. And that's not something that the hockey world fosters, let alone this particular accolade in the Gold Knights organization. And so for me, the timing of this is suspect, but not really. Because I didn't think a few months ago that we were gonna probably see Robin Leonard back in a Golden Knights uniform Ev- ever, but v- anytime soon.
2: But to announce this in the middle of an off season—it's
1: towards the end of an off season. If Actually, you really think about it.
2: Yeah, because what do we—a um, month uh, or two away?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's not that much time. And so you could you could go, well, we wanted to see if we could get it uh, healed up with some rehab, get some PT in there, give it time to heal itself. Because like, surgery is not always the best option. Sometimes we, we rush to those options, right?
2: And speaking of that, not to derail you, no. I, I am seeing some people, and I'll ask you, uh, do you feel like hip surgery is like a death sentence for a goalie?
1: It can be. It certainly can be. And for Ro- I'm very worried about Robin Leonard's future as, as a professional hockey player. But I'm more worried about Robin Line the person too. Yeah. Because going through an injury like that and and that realization that this could be it, right? And your mortality, and not just your mortality in, in terms of what your career is, but your future earnings, the pressure that your your family's put on you, all these things like that, that stare you right back in the mirror of, of a chronic problem that affects almost all netminders. Because as I was getting into with Mike McKenna yesterday on the Nightcap, the goalie position is one of the most unnatural, unhealthy, contortion lifestyles you could put your body through. You could do. You could say the same thing about the skating motion with with forwards and defensemen. But goalies, if you think about the knees, if you think about the 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 feet, that's all there. But the hips are everything. The butterfly stance is everything. And Robin Leonard is a big boy 64 250 and sometimes he flirts a little bit north of 250 that up and down and up and down i'm not even talking about the like your knees hitting the ice that's one thing it's about your ability to hover it's about making sure your butt doesn't hit the ice we develop these cores that are yep. unbelievable because we have to stay completely still on in the middle while also being controlled in motion right you use your skates to move and everything else needs to be st- as still as possible. The way that his weight falls in his stance and how wide he is in his edges, his his skates are so far apart, his hands are down in his normal upright stance just on his feet. But when you're that big and you play the style he does, it is so quick and easy for that weight to get down, and that puts more stress on his hips to essentially not go through the floorboards. Right? you got to stay controlled, and that's where – one of his strengths as a goaltender is his ability to stand his ground, his ability to wedge, his ability to not get pushed in the net. That's why the, the scrums and the second, third chance rebounds were kind of neutralized with him because he was so big and he wasn't going to get pushed around after he went down. like It's very easy for goalies to lose their leverage when they go down because their weight is now uh, displaced in, in one leg over the other or, or trying to make a save in motion when you're, when things are down. It can get tough, but he was a guy that was able to basically paddle down and keep all of that garbage out. Now that left him a little bit more um, vulnerable upstairs, certainly. I mean, you could see that when people come down on the rush on the right side and they go uh, up high, bar down on the short side, glove. Like we've seen that a million times. And what that does to a net miner, when that's your bread and butter – and how wide he has to be all the time, and again that weight going up and down, and then there's all those 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 circus level saves where I go down and then the rebounds here, and then I got to flip over. It's it's such a fluid position that most of us don't even have terms for what moves are because it means something different to each one of us. Yeah, and so I'm really worried about Robin Leonard, and this is this is a guy who I asked ahead of I think it was last year because he was doing MMA training ahead of the season. He dropped a bunch of weight. Yeah, because it was after the bubble. And because he knew that he was going to be taking the lion's share of the starts because Marc-Andre Fleury is no longer here, right? you got to get in a little bit more shape. you gotta, you got to make sure that you're going to be available. And I asked him, do you think that this is going to affect like how you play your position? Because like I said, he is the guy that drops down and then you shall not pass any, any longer from there. And he said he wasn't worried about it. And, I mean, I take everything with a grain of salt because – I know what it what it does to your body to go through extreme fluctuations as well. And when you're trying to push yourself, and I'm not saying that the hip injury is because of that, but it's the cumulative effect of what the position demands from your body. And then the the willingness that you have to push yourself through pain, to push yourself through through being hurt. Cause we know that there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. And that's what he was doing. And that's what most goalies do, is that you are fighting for the last. Puck last second. You don't give up. You don't care if your gloves at somewhere else. You don't care. Like that's the mentality. And he felt responsible for this team and put this team on his back and tried. And ultimately, the consequences are here. And so I'm not sure what the future holds for Robin Leonard. I really don't. I I, I wish him not a speedy recovery. I wish him a steady recovery.
2: A proper recovery. A proper
1: recovery. And one that is aware and very hands-on with how you deal with this mentally because as we've as we've talked about as we know about robin Leonard, this is a guy who's dealing with a lot that carries a heavy burden backpack makes a lot of money you know that but it doesn't matter when the lights are off and all of a sudden you're in a dark room by yourself it's really really tough And so I I wish him the best of luck with that. I hope that we see him in a gold Knights Jersey next year. I really, I honestly do. I think he's a, I think he's a great guy and I think he's so important for this league, but I also hope that this isn't all of a sudden a start to, to a bad chapter of a story. You know what I mean? It's very easy for things to get slippery in moments like this.
2: And from an outside perspective to the, to the stuff that's a little less important than his recovery. and how he's going to feel and and go through this process. Uh, I am very, very confused on how this news could break at this portion of the offseason, like we just mentioned earlier. I, I just I simply don't understand if this was a situation where they were holding out hope on trying to use every last type of everything except surgery. Was Leonard doing this to, to get at the Golden Knights?
1: I think there's an element of that. I think as the season ended and his obligations to the team ended, he said K piece. And if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, when I was there for the for the Cassidy introduction conference or the press conference. Uh, I think it was like Jesse Granger. Or somebody asked asked them about about Leonard if there's any update, and they're like, "We don't. We're we're not in contact with him at this point. He's taking recovery on his own." It was something along that lines of just like we trust him to to whatever, and that he'll come back. Like and a so,
2: Zion Williamson go to Portland. Yeah, do your own but thing. that's the
1: thing. Like <sighs> hockey's such a uh, such a unique culture of hands offedness. Like with basketball, with the NBA. That story in and of itself, it. like, <laughs> it, it, it defies logic to this day because you can micromanage those guys so much easier because there's fewer of them, right? Yeah. And and, and it's a much different business model in the NBA. I mean, the other track and sleep stuff, all that, like, it, it, it's much more finely tuned versus the NHL is like, well, did you block the shot or not? It doesn't really matter. Did you lose some teeth? Okay, like, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll sew you up. Like, it, it doesn't really matter as much as long as the job gets done. And so there's kind of this. This separation and and again that separation that, would
2: drive that me secrecy, crazy. That
1: secrecy, that secrecy, because this is also a team that doesn't say anything about injury reports or anything. Like this is a sport that fosters that environment because they're conf- they're convinced that well, if we say that they have a knee problem, that somebody's going to go target their knee. That's probably true, but you could you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. this is this is a this is a problem of their own making. That being the Golden Knights and the way that they handle their organization, how they've handled him, and then. Robin Leonard's got some got some explaining to do too, but we don't need that from him because ultimately the, the biggest news is what the injury is and his timetable, which we don't know when he's going to be back. But regardless, the Golden Knights thought they had a big answer in him, and he's still under contract for a few years, five mil per, and he might still be the answer, but he's not going to be the answer this year. Mm. The answer this year is probably going to have to come from young Mr. Logan Thompson, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later in the program because I thought for for an audition that he had towards the end of last season – I think this team can make the playoffs with Logan Thompson in the Nets.
2: And like you said, Mike McKenna joined you on the night on the nightcap. Yep. Uh Earlier he tweeted out that, yes, Logan Thompson is ready for the challenge. It was the right call to put him in the AHL last season, mm-hmm. proved in the shortened season that it wasn't a fluke. Yep. He's still raw. It's a small sample, but his numbers don't lie.
1: Yeah, and the attitude is where I'm going to be digging in just a few minutes. But first, before we get into the rest of that Gold Knights conversation, we'll take a little break, a little bit of a breather, a little palate cleanser. And get to Mr. Joe O. Love for the bet.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.